How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts official podcast here on Spotify. We're still listening to another track tonight called There's Something Above Your House from Lo-Fi Geek, our favorite channel and permission to use because copyright free. So, always fun. Good for background music. And tonight, I finally did what a few of you guys have requested. I got my wife back on the podcast. Say hi, babe. Hello. So... We were looking at like weird stuff on the internet earlier today, and what was the first thing that you that you found today that you thought was interesting? Well, I had come across the FDA approving of genetically modified chicken, lab-grown chicken. So basically, growing our food in a lab instead of having to actually just raise a chicken and butcher it. Yes, and that it's been deemed safe for human consumption. I really don't think that that should be considered safe in any way. I think that it's I think that it's honestly kind of weird that they would even approve like something like that. I could understand if like we were making like synthetic food to take like on space travels or something like that. So that like like there's fake bacon that exists like bacon. plant bacon plant plant-based bacon which is actually i've had it before it does not have like the fattiness and like the crispiness of real it bacon it does not resemble bacon <laughs> in any way shape or form but it's not it's not like terrible though like in a pinch it'll do if you put a little bit of, like salt and pepper on it to cover up the planty taste i disagree well do you remember when we tried that plant-based like vegan jerky that i was given from like the hippie dude it tasted Horrible. It tasted like cat food, but it was so bad that the cats wouldn't even touch it. Yes, we have a cat, and he refused to eat it. Even, like, remember, I tried cutting it up into, like, little kibble-sized pieces, and he put it in his mouth, chewed on it for, like, ten seconds, and then was like, no, fuck this. <laughs> He's like, this is not meat. This is bullshit. He's like, I am a carnivore. But... No, that shit was gross. And then I tried the plant-based burgers one time. I couldn't do it. Um, I can't remember if it was the Impossible or the Beyond. Um, which one was better? I did at one point prefer. I think it was the Impossible Burger. I think the Impossible Burger tastes better than the Beyond Burger. But then I found out that they make the Impossible Burger in the same grill as the regular burgers so well and see that's that's the thing coming from someone that's worked in restaurants when people request like a vegan like a vegan dish in the middle of a big like dinner and you've been cooking meat all night you, you try to like spray some water down on the flat top and like clear off where the meat was before you cook the vegan dish but you're still cooking it it's not like you have a special flat top that's only for vegan food i know some places do but, I think it was at uh, Carl's. I knew someone who worked there, and they said, well, it's not really um, meatless because they make it on the same grill type as the burgers, like right after burgers have been sitting there. And they do not clean it either. So in other words, it still has like meat on it, like the grease and the mm -hmm. fat and it stuff. It has the grease and the fat. So that means at least the, the outside of the burger is going to taste good. Yeah, and that's probably why I like the Impossible Burger. See, the worst one for me is, like, I, uh, there's just so many vegan things that are terrible. Like, I tried vegan tacos one time, 
and it literally tasted like I was eating tacos with like clumps of dirt on it instead of like supposed to be fake meat. It would taste like someone had taken dirt, dumped taco seasoning on it, mixed it all together, and slapped it in a taco shell and was like, this is your vegan meat taco. I don't know. I feel like nowadays it's so hard to find food that is... Like plant-based and tasty? No, no, not plant-based and tasty, but like food that is basically healthy that isn't genetically modified or pumped with fucking chemicals or like how they would make chicken breasts bigger by giving them like saline injections into their like underneath the breast so that the breast would absorb the salt water yeah apparently the chicken that they've been recording that has been lab grown it's they have i don't know what they're called they uh they have more um texture an odd texture to them mm. it doesn't resemble chicken see i wouldn't be able to eat that because of my first thought when i eat food is is not the taste for me i'm a big texture eater you know this about me like what is like there was something that you made that tasted amazing but i could not eat it because of the way that it felt in my mouth was it the nopales it might have been it might have been that whatever you could say <laughs> i'm not gonna try for spanish tonight yeah well nopales have like a very slimy and uh, it, it's not a great texture <laughs> yeah but i'll take anything okay the worst texture for me is something that you expect is gonna be like smooth and like creamy and you go to eat it and it has like like you like you get like a random clump in it this is gonna be a a, a big an unpopular opinion for sure but i do not like pancakes <sighs> because of the texture I just do not like mushy bread and I I get physically and violently ill every time I try every to. time you've had pancakes yes like okay I, I get that I get that I guess but we're doing a poll at the end of this it's gonna be pancakes or waffles for breakfast I prefer waffles I want to know what you guys out here listening to this podcast every day would rather have on your breakfast plate I'm gonna say I like pancakes but when it comes down to like which one i would prefer honestly waffles yeah because like if you have waffles and you have like that good like the irish salted butter and you just butter and syrup is all you need for good waffles like i don't i don't understand how people make these insane like it's got like five kinds of fruit in it and then by the time you cook it you can't taste the difference in those fruits half the time like like i used to think that the blueberry egos were like the shit when i was a kid and then like I tried the strawberry ones and I thought to myself, I'm like, this has got to be artificial flavoring because I don't, I could not taste the difference. I even made one morning a strawberry ego and a blueberry ego and put them on the same plate, put the same butter on them and the same syrup. I could not taste the difference between the two of them. Really? Yep. Like, I don't know. And then like being, being, being stoner, somebody who gets the, the munchies like every single time that I smoke like I I really like having tasty food that I know that I like when I'm in that state of mind because like I will eat like like the night that we made a lasagna and we had like a quarter of a lasagna left I ate half of that like another quarter of that half a lasagna that was bad math I, I did all of that wrong I ate like half of what was left of the lasagna because I was like oh this is tasty this is delicious this is meaty but I've even had gross lasagna before, like when noodles are still like 
like, like falling crunchy. apart. For those of you that are gonna hate this word, moist. Oh, overboiled. Kristen. <laughs> overboiled. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of disease. Sorry, you have overboiled. Is it the black plague? Just one boil is enough. So I, I, speaking of the so black, here we go. Speaking of the black plague, I had, I have a deep fear of zombies. Oh it's unnatural. I, it started out of nowhere. I used to be a huge zombie fan, and one day I spent like a whole week just binging zombie movies and <laughs> playing Call of Duty zombies, and and I woke up one day in a panic thinking there were zombies outside my house oh so, my and I ever can't since imagine. then i have been deeply afraid of zombies well i just so happened to stumble across uh a article on the zombie deer virus apparently all right i've heard of this this is gonna be we're continuing with the like the spooky theme for this week Let's talk about some scary shit. What yeah. is the zombie deer virus? Enlighten enlighten our listeners. Oh, you're going to Google it. Okay. I am going to Google it. <laughs> From what I've heard of this virus, deer will get it, right? And it's like a brain infection. It's called chronic wasting disease. Chronic wasting disease. That sounds like something out of a fucking horror movie. And... It may take over a year before an infected animal develops symptoms, which includes weight loss, stumbling, listlessness. Listlessness? Yes. And it is fatal to animals, and there's no treatment or vaccines. There are no reports of humans catching the virus, but it, they were basically saying that humans can, and they don't know how it would affect a human. Can you imagine a zombie virus in humans? What what would be? What do you think the reality? Okay, of this okay. Would be? Personally, personally, I I have I have thought this through, being like the apocalypse survival nut that you know I am, especially when it comes to like zombies. I believe if there was a zombie virus, first off, it would depend on what kind of zombies. Because if we're talking like slow, shambling uh, zombies and they have to literally like catch you by surprise essentially to kill you or like overwhelm you in numbers. What about 28 days later zombies? Okay, that's what I was about to say next. Or if you have like semi-intelligent primal hunting zombies that work together in like packs and can scale buildings and run at like 30 miles an hour, that would be fucking terrifying. I'll be dead. That's it. That's it. That's it for me. Honestly, like, I, w I would probably just, like, 86 myself before I would fuck with that. Like, a horde of those kind of zombies. <laughs> it would be so terrifying. It would be horrible. And, like, it also begs the question of, like, what if you have, like, you know, like, walking dead zombies? Like, you have walkers, and then you have the ones that can, like, run. And... So, like, a variety? Like, yeah, what if you have, like, a mix of zombies? Like, some are, like, slow and shambling, but, like, ones that are, like, more advanced. Like, Left for Dead. Mm. Imagine Left for Dead, where there's a handful of zombies that either are better suited for being hunters and stuff. Or, like, what if the mutation makes them, like, the tank in Left for Dead, which is just fucking massive. And, like, it's, like, a giant tumors on its arms that act as muscles that make it, like, super strong and angry and hard to kill. Well, I have some hope that the reality of the of an actual zombie apocalypse 
I feel like it would be more... It would be a quick... A quick experience because... Yes, movie logic, zombies last... Uh, um, and like last. indefinitely, yeah. Yeah, but in the reality of it, you can't walk if your muscle is... is well, and see, that that's the thing. Zombies are constantly deteriorating, which would be impacted by a lot of, like, outside influences as well. Like, we live in a desert where if the zombies were out in the sun too long and you're not consistently rehydrating, like, if they're walking, like, down, like, one of the long-ass roads out here in the valley or something, they won't make it more than a few miles in the middle of the day in the summertime because the sun would just dry them out and once they're dehydrated their muscles aren't going to move and you're going to go to move a tendon or something to walk and they're just going to crumble yeah but then like you have places like like other places like like let's say like louisiana during like storm season where it's wet all the time there's bugs there's rats in like certain parts of like the woods and like the wetlands and there's gators and whatever else you can imagine like they would deteriorate faster because of that too because they would rot quicker so it's like what the fuck where are you gonna put these zombies like the midwest but then there's also the thing of like if a zombie apocalypse like that happened like i feel like the government would do some form of like either like going underground and protecting like the executives and like the president and the senators and stuff like they do in most movies or there would be the alternative where they're just like everybody get a gun basically like you know you you get a gun you get a gun you get a gun defend yourselves like you know and i feel like either the zombie apocalypse in a place like los angeles or new york or a big city it would spread like a thousand times faster than like a small town like here because mm -hmm. i'm sorry but about the first crackhead that comes walking up to me going ah and like trying to grab me and shit we're not gonna be the ones to be like are you okay i'm not gonna be like sir are you okay and like put my arm out to them and be like turn them around and they bite you in the arm i'd be like Haha, fuck that and turn around and go the fuck home it's called run and if they try to chase me and they come up the stairs towards my house th that zombie is getting put down that is all i'm saying there is literally a katana right next to me on the ground that i could fucking use <laughs> I would be like that shit from The Walking Dead that just carries a sword. But like, then it begs the question too, like things like, like Call of Duty zombies, where the zombies weren't like a disease or like a natural infection, it was like a supernatural thing. Because mm -hmm. of like Element 115 and exposure and like reanimating the dead. How do you feel about like Legion? You're, do you remember the movie Legion? Yeah, I've seen Legion. No, no, no. I am Legend. Yeah, I've seen that one. Like, where the zombies are, like, hype. some of them are hyper-intelligent. I think they're all hyper-intelligent. And, like, like they're actively working towards a cure, and there is a cure for zombieism. Yes, yeah, so it's more of a disease rather than a, um, a flesh A permanent, like, eating. state of being. Yeah. It's more of a disease that I would see... I would say I Am Legend is more of an accurate description of... Uh, what would happen if zombies were to appear in humans because with the I'm legend uh, what were they called I guess we Dedo can... no not deados that's uh RIP I feel like I feel like we can call them zombies because essentially that's what they were they ate humans well yeah I mean but then like like that begs the question too like 
there's tons of other things that could cause the zombie virus. Like there's that that mushroom that gets on ants and it infects their whole body and drives them to go into the colony and basically spread the fungus to all the ants. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's literally called the zombie it's like zombie ant or zombie brain fungus or something like that. It literally takes control of the ant. The ant will not eat, will not sleep, will not anything. It'll just walk around into the colony and like it'll eat to sustain itself as long as the fungus is growing on it because it tells it like eat this drink this but the fungus like absorbs all the nutrients and it grows on top of the ant's head and then they go like down in the colony and they spread this fungus to other ants and the fungus literally takes care like takes total control of their uh entire nervous system from the inside out kind of like a parasite kind of like a parasite but imagine like imagine like you're walking through the woods one day you're on vacation in like brazil you get this you inhale this virus like this not this virus this fungus and it like i don't know somehow start it's apparently it doesn't affect people but like imagine like somebody inhales it it gets up in their nostril a little spore settles in and you start growing that mushroom inside your head where it entices you to like eat and be around other people and like touch things like because it makes the ant like walk up to other ants like you know how they talk with their antenna and the antenna has like spores on it basically and they spread the virus to other ant like the the fungus not virus i keep saying virus mm -hmm. to other ants like what if there was a person who was like just shaking your hand but they had just been like walk like like touching their face and like that was my biggest thing about like coronavirus when it became a thing was like i wanted zombies not like a pandemic i know you didn't want zombies but i wanted zo i would have rather like you would rather have zombies i would rather because think about it like well what is the appeal in that zombie zombie apocalypse survival i've been training for this ever since call of duty world of war came oh out oh my gosh no, <laughs> no zombies wanted <laughs> oh. zombies i got quarantined this is bullshit <laughs> but um then it's like it's like okay if it's not zombies or like some sort of infection what if it's like a virus like the t-virus yeah like resident evil well, I don't know, because Resident Evil, it said it was a virus, but it seemed more of a kind of, it doesn't seem plausible. Well, but then there's also certain people that can be infected with the T-virus and they basically get fucking superpowers. Yeah, that doesn't really make any sense to me. Oh, oh, I had, speaking of that, I have to find it. Uh, well, 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 we're hitting it with another Google. <laughs> well, no, it's because speaking of, um, there was a scientist who, who um, attempted to make a superhuman. Okay, you look that up while I run the ad from what we're smoking tonight. <laughs> so what I've been puffing on tonight, guys, is this little disposable vape from a company called Fused, and I love this. It's it's like the most mellow vape I've had in a long time. I can smoke it and I get that nice little like head shift, but it's not like I'm sitting here completely like stunned, like, oh my god, tell me more about zombies. Like, I'm not sitting here like, I want to eat everything in the kitchen. Like, some, a lot of people will say like, you can't get baked off of a fucking cart. 
that is bullshit. That is bullshit. And <laughs> my wife here as my witness. Hey, babe, remember the time that we went to Goody's Cafe? Nope. <laughs> After getting yeah, right. No, we actually don't. Because we had just got, like, this new cart that day, right? And this cart, like, the oil in it was different than the usual carts that I get where you tilt it and it's really slow to move. This oil moved, like, a little bit faster. And I just figured, I was like, oh, well, that just means it's, like, you know, different quality oil. And so we were, like, we were hitting this pen as we're going out on our date. Like, we're wearing Hawaiian shirts. And, like, I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt and jeans with socks and sandals. That's, like, the level of stoner that I was at at this point. And, like, we were smoking, walking to this place. And by the time we got there, I don't even remember how many times we hit this pen. But we were so stoned. It was stoned. so smooth. It was so smooth that, like, you didn't feel it. Like, it, you couldn't feel when you were inhaling and blowing out. Because typically when you blow out, you can feel the pain in your chest. Yeah, I've described that before. You get the little, you get the little like, the weed, like, exhale. Like, it gets kind of stuck in your throat and it kind of tastes It didn't trick you where it was a, a sweet inhale and then... A... Tastes like shit on the exhale. No, no, no. Like, it feels like you're coughing up. Feels rough on the exhale. Yeah. yeah. Um... But, um, I, I must have gone to the soda machine before we got our food. I must have gone to the soda machine like four times. I don't really remember much from there. I just remember be right before we got there, I think it hit us. <laughs> <laughs> it hit me like as we were walking into the door, and that old couple, those that the old couple sitting in the one corner booth, like looked up at us and just stared at us, and we were just like, as good. We sat there at our booth, ordered our food, didn't say a fucking word after this. And we were staring at the menu. We must have been standing there for a solid, like, ten minutes before we ordered our food. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the people were laughing at us. And then when we finally ordered our food, we were sitting at the tables. And next thing you know, we just realized we've been staring at each other for, like, like 20, 20 minutes. minutes. And we were sitting there eating our food, and I remember, all I remember is, like, bits and pieces. Like, at one point, because our sandwiches were cut in half, our burgers were cut in half. And I was like, do you want half of mine, and I'll take half of yours? And you're like, sure. <laughs> and so we each ate half of the other person's burgers. Ate, like, big, like, I, I ate all my fries. I killed those fries. I don't even remember, honestly. I remember the next. I remember us getting home that night, because it was a no-kids night. And we literally went to bed and knocked out. Like, I think we might have put on, like, Star Wars or something on the TV and we tried to watch a movie, but we were so gone that we just dead. Dead to the world. And then the other day that we smoked, and then we, what did we get that day? We got Casanetas. Mm -hmm. The day that you got your, uh, your new bong. Oh, yeah. No, it was Unique Bite. Oh, yeah, we got Unique Bite the day that you got your new bong. Because we got baked as shit and we were like there's nothing in the fridge that we want because everything we had we had to cook so we went to unique bite which was this nice little restaurant over here in indio off of avenue 42 if you guys want to go check it out it's on avenue 42 in jackson behind the walgreens and oh my god i don't even know how much weed we smoked that day but like we were so fucking hungry mm. Did we find what we were Googling? Yeah. Okay. I, well, because I looked it up, and I couldn't find it originally. It's a conspiracy. Um, They're clearing then, your search history. 
I'm seeing that it may just be a creepypasta, but still. I was talking about creepypastas last night to the point that I freaked myself out. What is the one creepypasta that you read that scares the shit out of you? Hmm. I don't know, honestly. I didn't really get scared by a lot of creepypastas, but I, I am an avid horror fan, so... Yeah, but I mean, like, The Rake, Jeff the Killer, The Greys, Pro the if, about the aliens. Well, if this is a creepypasta, probably the Abigail Experiment, then. I think that might be one. I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I, uh, I found a few articles, and I found it under. Just look up like top ten creepy pastas. We'll go through the list see if we read them. It said creepy pasta classics. Oh, it says okay. the Abigail Project, where okay. um, a renowned scientist basically attempted to make a superhuman, and he used his daughter. Oh, I think I've read that one. That yeah. one's fucked up. Yeah, he used his daughter, and apparently um, it, it was a failed experiment. She basically uh, had to be taken care of for the rest of her life, but she turned into this mutated monster mm. um, that ate people. Yeah. And apparently um, after his death, because he committed suicide, um, uh, after his death... Uh, Wasn't she, like, let out, like, on the loose or something no, like that? No, 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 no. Um... The, well, the theory is, is that she's under Area 51 to this day. Oh, okay. Um, but she had asked, requested that no one kill her. And apparently she, uh, they stopped feeding her. And, but occasionally they'll hear, like, a, a monster-like sound and scratches. And there was this one where they believed that she was, um she had escaped her giant metal skip cell and they found bodies of uh soldiers but they ended up capturing capturing her oh shit and um i believe even to the as recent as last year or two years ago they could still hear still still hear her growls and um her her little scampers that's fucking terrifying I think the first one that I ever read that really scared the shit out of me has got to be um, The Rake. When I read that, that shit tripped me the fuck out because, like, when you read it at first and, like, the first, like, couple stories I read were about, like, seeing it, like, in the wilderness and all that and, like, walking, like, along, like, a park or something like that, and you'd see it, like, running towards you or whatever, and you just had to, like, stop and, like, close your eyes and all, like, something like that. But then I read the one about, like, the kid that said it appeared at the end of his bed. Yeah. Like, he said he used to sleep with the window open because it would be nice in, like, the springtime where he was growing up. And he said one night he heard, like, a thump sound, like something was in his room. So he pulled his blanket down from, like, his face and, like, looked down towards the end of his bed and he saw the rake with its, like, one hand reaching out towards him and, like, slowly turning around to face him. And then, like, I remember, do you remember the girls that fucking sacrificed, another, tried to sacrifice another little girl for Slenderman? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And the girl fucking lived. Yeah, she did. She was lucky, they stabbed her several times too i mean like can you fucking imagine being dragged out in the woods and they tell you like we're sacrificing you to slender man <laughs> i'd be like you crazy fucking bitch get off of me nobody gets sacrificed today 
Did you tell them about your dream that you had? Oh my god, the dream where <laughs> my wife here tried to sacrifice me. <laughs> And I had been watching Warhammer 40k videos, and all that, like, she said in the dream was blood for the blood god. To all you Warhammer players out there, you get the joke. But, like, I, I woke up, and I literally looked at her, like, with pure terror. Yeah, I he looked at me, and I was like, are you okay? And he told me about his dream, I'm like, I'm not gonna sacrifice you. And I, I tell, I'm telling you, like, I literally felt you stab me. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. And then, like, I've had, like, hard, like, horrific dreams and, like, bad, like, nightmares since I was a little kid, as you guys know. And one of my dreams that I always used to have was, like, sleeping in a room alone, like, waking up in a room alone. Big-ass room with, like, a window, like, way high up on one wall. And, like, you could hear, like, people on the other side of the door and, like, see light underneath, the, like, the door at the one end of the room but like every time i tried to go and open the door the room would get like longer and bigger and i would sense something like coming for me in the dark so i always run back to the bed and like hide in the bed and like i had that dream as a recurring nightmare for like a long time when i was a little kid you know for the longest time i thought vivid dreaming was normal yeah i did too because i've always had this weird thing where like i can either control my dreams or like they feel kind of realistic to me I've had, like, I, every single night, I would dream um, really vivid dreams, and I thought it was completely normal. I thought it was something that everyone did every single day. I Every night, it was like a movie. And mm -hmm. now that, that I'm older, I still have very vivid dreams, um, but not as frequent as I used to. But I, I remember I was telling one of my cousins um, about one of my dreams, and she was like, your dreams are like movies and i was like what do you mean everyone dreams like that and um that's when i kind of figured out that maybe it's not normal to have <laughs> dreams like movies every single night probably not like i remember finding out that being able to control your dreams was like a weird thing but like i hate having dreams that like i don't have any control over but that are also like vivid dreams. I used to have like sleep paralysis too for a little while. That kind of went away when I got older, but like I'd wake up in the middle of the night and think that I literally saw like a figure standing in the corner of my room, but I couldn't move. All I could do is like blink and like squeeze my eyes closed. Oh no. Yeah, that happened to me. That happened to me as an adult like twice when I was living by myself. When I had my, uh, my studio apartment, there was one night where I had fallen asleep watching my TV in my bed, right? And the bathroom door directly in front of the end of my bed, about like six, seven feet in front of my, the end of my bed, was closed because I could not sleep with that door open because I couldn't, I, I hated seeing the mirror facing towards the bed. Well, this night I woke up, but I couldn't move and my bathroom door just opened and like slowly opened. And I felt like something was like staring at me from the bathroom and I started hearing like like faint whispers where like you couldn't make out what they were saying but you could hear the whispers and it sounded like they were talking all around me. That's, that's like it sounded like I had headphones on and was playing just like whispers. That's crazy. It was fucking terrifying. Did you tell them about the popcorn thing and the door slamming? Oh my god yeah I've told them that. Okay let's get like your perspective on it so. Mine was, you called to me, I started coming towards the bathroom, the door slammed shut, I tried to open it, and then it started shaking. 
Okay, so I was in the shower, and where we used to live, there was no shower curtain. It was just like a giant tub. So I was taking a shower, and um, uh, my cat was in the bathroom with me. Or no, 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 the door was open. The door of the bathroom was open. Yeah, yeah the door of just, the bathroom. I think it was just you and me home. Yeah, we were just home, and I wanted to take a quick shower, and um, I was playing games on my PC. Yeah, and uh, I noticed that my cat was playing with a piece of popcorn, and it was moving side to side, and I we did have a a AC unit in the bathroom window. Um, funny story. It was because uh we needed to cool the whole room, but the window that we had in our bedroom was it, it didn't fit. It's in the bathroom. It was like having a, a bath like a a, a studio apartment, mini studio apartment. Yeah, it was like a, a mini studio apartment. So, um we had to put the AC unit in the bathroom in order for it to cool the entire apartment. Um but uh, he's playing with a piece of popcorn, and then nothing, there's no airflow. Nothing is open. The AC is not on. Um, and I realized, how is the, the popcorn was moving by itself. And I was like, what the heck? And then right when I noticed that the popcorn was moving by itself, um, I called to Nick. And I was like, Dave, can you come here? I want you to see this. And then the minute he got up to come, the door slammed shut. And I'm not gonna lie, I just stood there paralyzed with fear because I was like, what the fuck just happened? And he's trying to open the door and the door's not opening. And mind you, I am still in the shower. Well, yeah, because the last thing I saw before the door slammed closed was I looked up and saw you standing in the shower. Yes. And then the door slammed closed and I was like twisting the handle and like shaking it and I was just like, 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 like shaking it like I'm shaking this drawer right now trying to open up the door and i literally couldn't open the door it was like force welded shut yeah i'm not a stranger to to um experiences like that it, it's happened my entire childhood my entire family experienced similar situations but it was the first time that i was in an enclosed area and i was basically trapped inside of a bathroom with whatever the fuck it, that thing was and um i just stood there i did not i would you and I have had a few crazy paranormal experiences together, though, and, like, the one that got me was when we were staying at Grandma's, mm -hmm. and you and I went out at night to go have a smoke, mm -hmm. and all the chairs were around the kitchen table. Yes. And we were outside having our smoke, sitting there, scrolling our phones, talking, and, like, you just hear this really faint sound of, like, a chair being dragged. We all woke up at the same time. It was very weird. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. We all woke up. Me, him, um, our daughter, and we were just, we all woke up at the same time. And we thought that was weird. I was like, oh, well, since we're awake, do you want to step outside and smoke a little bit? So we go outside. We're sitting outside, and we hear what sounds like a chair that's dragging inside of the house. No one's awake at this point. My daughter is awake, but she's in the room. We can see her through the, our window. And um, we just hear this chair dragging. And we don't really think much of it. Well, because your grandma would move all the furniture around at all hours of the night anyway. Yeah, well, it's because she would get up um, around that time to start making breakfast for my grandfather. Uh, because he worked in the fields. Um, so... We thought maybe someone had gotten up, or maybe my uncle had gotten up, something like that. 
and we go inside the first thing we see when we open the door is one of the the dining chair um dining table chairs yes dining table chairs (laughs) facing words please yeah (laughs) i'd like to buy a valve lately they've been jumbled in my head (laughs) it's probably from the lack of sleep but it was literally sitting there just facing towards the door it was in the middle of the living room and it was facing towards the front door. It was facing us. And we were like, mm-mm, not today. We are... I told him, just ignore it. Just walk away. Walk away. Yeah, but then, like, two days later, when you when you went back to work, and I went outside one night, because I had my, I had my like, my mini bong, and I was, like, going to be like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, take a couple of bong hits, and I'm going to go to bed. And we were going to get on a phone call for a little bit and talk while she was at work, and I was outside having a smoke, and then I was going to go to bed. And I see literally what looks like the shadow of a woman go from one end of the of the living room where the dining room table and stuff was all the way over to the picture window at the front of the house and then just disappear. And the whole time this woman was looking at me, she's walking across the room. And my head in my like dazed and confused state at that time of night, I'm looking at it and I'm like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, is that like because so, like there was a lot of people that lived in that house so i figured it might have been somebody who got up but like i was so tired that as i'm watching this person walk i'm like who the fuck who are you and then they just disappear and i was like oh oh shit oh fuck fuck that and i just walked out front had my fucking little mini smoke break and walked the fuck back inside did not look around i did not turn on any lights i did not turn on my flashlight because i hate to say it but like if there's something following me in the dark and I don't know it's there. I'm okay with not knowing that it's there. Like, as long as I can get to my room and close the door, I'm fine. I don't need to know it's there. I don't need to know that something is following me. I don't need to get that. Like, like why do people always, like, turn... It's always, like, on like filmed on a fucking Nokia from 1991. But those videos where people take their flashlight and look around, and you see all this weird shit, and then something happens. They're always filmed on, like, a really shitty camera. I... Uh, I believe it's because of the magnetic fields. Be- apparently, even if you have a really good camera, um, if you see something spiritual, uh, it can mess with the quality of the camera because of its high magnetic fields. Yeah, but I mean, like, how cool would it be to be able to, like, see what they're seeing in fucking 4K or some shit? Um, I don't know if I want to see something like that in 4K. <laughs> I'm just saying, I like, um, I know that there are things we cannot explain. I know that there are things that are out there that we don't know. And I just, you know, ignorance is bliss a lot of oh, the time. You want to talk about jump scares? Look at, I look don't. At, <laughs> look at how I got, no, 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 no. Look at how I got our, our daughter today with the Scary Maze game. Yeah, you, you gotta keep your finger on the dot. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys remember the Scary Maze game, it's this fucking old ass YouTube video from like the like <laughs> the fucking dawn of YouTube uploads. That was like the first jump scare fucked up video that I ever saw. And at first it's like a car driving on a road and you get jump scared by like the girl from The Exorcist. And then it goes <laughs> to this like maze game. And the whole point of it is once you know what it is, you can use it as a weapon in so many scenarios. Because I was messing with her today, and I was telling her, because I kept, like, connecting and disconnecting from the TV with my phone. 
and I put on that scary maze game. She goes, what's on that TV? Are you streaming that? And I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't know who's streaming that. Maybe somebody else connected. Like, we should watch it, see what it is. And I tell her, I'm like, you got to keep your finger on the dot and follow it through the maze. And she was focused on this fucking thing, like laser focused for like the three levels that are in it. When she got scared, that yell that you guys probably could hear was absolute terror. <laughs> After that, she was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm like, it's just a video, calm down. She's like, no, 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 that wasn't funny. I'm like, that's pretty funny. Uh, my daughter, she is not a huge fan of anything horror. Complete opposite of me. We're complete opposite. She put on cat videos the other night when a movie scared her too bad. And it wasn't even that scary of a scary movie. Mm, yeah, she she also got scared of Big Hero Six. Um, oh, yeah, she's the fire of, scene. Scared of the fire scene. Yeah, she where Tadashi or Tadashi uh, dies. Yeah, um, she got terrified of that, and she would not watch the movie at all after that. She is not. She does not like anything scary, creepy. Complete opposite of me. <laughs> it's still entertaining though, and we love her. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to end on that one tonight, guys. So anyways, if you guys want to hear more, like, spooky, scary stories, stay tuned. We're going to think of some more of our stories. Probably make a list here at some point. I'm a little rusty. It's been a while. Yeah, but we'll be back with the podcast, guys. And I will talk to each and every single one of you in the next episode. Make sure you follow on Twitter at podcast underscore stoner. Um, all the socials should be linked over here on Spotify. If you guys are listening on YouTube, consider giving this video a like, maybe subscribing, and I will talk to all you guys in the next episode. Goodbye.